Hello and welcome for another episode of Tales of Tormented Tormented Space. Space. You can tell that we're recording these two in a row because I got it right this time. (laughs) I'm Kay. And this time, hey, so uh, I talked about how there weren't that many options to choose from after uh, Unrealized Realities, which Mm -hmm. kind of surprised me at the time, at least on Terra Firma. You'd have have thought that there was more fanfic. No such problem with Kansas. Okay, no. I'm not surprised, really. Right, the visiting of Earth, the 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 the, the costumes that they wore, the sort of yep. heist tone of the episode, just, all lent itself just out of sheer curiosity. Have yeah. you any idea how many? I mean, if you do a search on Terra Firma, how many Farscape fanfics are there? I've got to imagine it's 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 in the hundreds. Because yeah. the the corner that I stick to is uh, what are called episode fillers which Mm -hmm. are shorter fiction associated with particular episodes, and that, like, averages about three or four. Per episode. Per episode for every episode. And then there's also, like, the romance section, and then there's the the multi-part fan fiction section. Which turns into complete novels at some point. Oh, some of them, definitely. I've I've seen them on uh, on fanfiction.net where they're hundreds and hundreds of words in, in the region of, like, Game of Thrones novels. Right. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of words. Uh, pardon like. me, hundreds of thousands of words. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, a very, very lot. Okay, yeah, I was just... I'm, I mean, I guess so. I mean, people like to think and talk about their favorite series. And I do wonder if the, the, the sort of proportion is the same for other science fiction series relative to viewership. Right, right, because yeah. Farscape was not a hugely successful science fiction series in its home country. No. Well, I um, mean, they got four seasons, so that's mm-hmm. you know, not too bad. But, like, the the, the sort of sexiness and the, the focus on romance and personal relationship, yeah. I wonder if that lends itself a lot better to more impassioned fan fiction fair, fair, yeah. than, say, you know, a Star Trek, Stargate. Where there's, there is a little bit, but yeah, I really think the only... Th- relationship you have developing over the entire seven years of the next generation is between Troy and Riker, isn't it? Oh, and Worf for a bit. Well, yeah, Worf and Troy have a thing. Oh, right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Fair. Oh, but, actually, you know, it doesn't happen a lot. There's not a lot of it. Babylon 5 is, I think, an unfortunate exception. Right. Because J. Michael Straczynski, the creator of Babylon yes. 5, was famously extremely active on the internet and interacted with fans a lot. Mm-hmm. And he made a point of, like, I cannot be anywhere where there is fan fiction. Right. As a writer, because that, you know, that's uh, copyright. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, this is, this, is a, this is a well-known problem. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a science fiction Sorry, a fantasy, a fantasy writer who mm-hmm. basically got locked out of part of the own world that she created because someone had written a fanfic or book and it was like somehow became known that she had actually read it and there were lawsuits over right. this. Right, uh, because she can now no longer claim uh, originality. Right. What's it name again? Uh, Dark Over series. I can't remember the name of the author. Uh, hmm. You'd <clears throat> think that... You'd think it would be possible for her to just license it from that fanfic writer. Yeah, because, like, I don't know. It was weird. Uh, I mean, if I was such a writer, like... I wouldn't want harm to befall the, the author of the books that I love so much. You'd so. think so, yeah. Maybe uh, there was, maybe it was, I don't know, it might have been published. No. I don't know. But yes, exactly this. Like, you cannot, right. you, writer don't want, don't want this because they don't want to be accused of stealing, copying, whatever, so. Yep, exactly. Fanfic, and so, yeah. like, I, I, I don't think there's a lot of Babylon 5 fanfic that has survived because it didn't really have a web environment, I mm-hmm. guess. 
Honestly, I haven't really looked into it, but that's what I uh, read. Fortunately, we don't have that problem. We have Terra Firma, the uh, Farscape Forum, and sequel to Kansas. Because to, uh, this was originally posted on Kansas, this story. Yes. On... It was written What's the by... the 16th month called of the year? The 16th month? Yeah, it's, it's, it was posted on the 1st of the 16th month oh, of right, 2003. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. They had uh, more months back then. I, huh. I think that would be... Yes. This, no, I was uh, going, uh. And you've got to add the two... This April? <laughs> Febtober. <That's, laughs> Let's do it. By uh, Aaron Crichton. Uh, Whom we've read a story from before. Oh, yes. Yeah. The setting is Kansas. The spoilers are through Kansas. Rating is G, not my universe, as the usual disclaimer. Thanks to Loco, Atlana, Atana, and Ship's Cat for a quick read. Very good. Oh, yes, and it's set in the middle of Kansas, and I was trying to keep the mood and the interactions that seem to be going on between J and A in this episode. No doubt will, things will change dramatically in Terra Firma, so don't hold me to this. They hadn't seen Terra Firma yet. Oh. And neither have we. Yes. It's exciting, isn't Ooh. It? All right, here we go. Um, educational. By Aaron Crichton. One by one, he checked on the others, making sure they'd found a place to bunk for the night. His world, his responsibility. Oh, yeah. He found Erin last sitting cross-legged on the floor of what she couldn't have known was called the master bedroom, next to the sliding glass door. She was gazing out the open door, looking across the moonlit canal with an expression so wistful, he didn't know what to think. Maybe he didn't want to know. Talking was better than thinking. He went with the first thing to come to mind. I never figured you for a couch potato, he said. At the sound of his voice, she smiled. Looking up at him where she stood, perhaps six feet from her, she asked, Couch potato? He waved in the general direction of the family room downstairs. You've been spending a lot of time with the television. Cookie Monster, Kermit the Frog, Home Shopping Network. It's educational, she said seriously. Crichton laughed and caught her completely off guard. He laughed so seldom these days. He didn't even smile much, except for a satisfied smile when the wormhole predictions proved accurate. What's so funny? She. Uh, <coughs> what's so funny? She asked. He rubbed his hands to, on the back of his hand-me-down jeans and thought for a minute. He thought about the note his fourth-grade teacher had sent home when he and DK had used that same excuse for why their math homework wasn't done, and about the look on his mother's face when she read it. He thought about the lowered common lowest common denominator and the medium is in a message and infomercials and WWF Smackdown. And he looked back at Aaron Waiting's face and said, oh, I guess you had to be there. Oh, wait, WWF, they had to change their name, isn't it? Didn't they? Did they? Yeah, because they were like the w, the World the, the World Wildlife Fund. Oh, so they had right, to, like, okay. Basically, they got to, yeah, they had to change their name. Sorry, I was, I was tuned out a bit. I cannot follow... This it's, it is a peculiar sentence, yeah. Uh, uh, this whole this whole thing, I'm, I'm very curious. So she asked, "What's so funny?" He says, "Like it, so it, it's educational." So she says, "It's educational," and he says, "That's," and he laughs at that. And apparently, they used that as an excuse for they'd been watching television, right? Him and DK had finished their math homework late because they were watching telly. and then they told their mom that uh, it was educational. Right, that's what yes. it is. Oh, that's so sweet. Ah. <laughs> uh, Okay. Disappointment flitted across her features, but she covered it quickly. She was getting good at that. He hadn't meant to hurt her. Hell, she'd been his rock today when he went to see his mother. Oh. He smiled an apology and said, It's just, uh, take too long to explain. It's not like a joke. It doesn't have a punchline. She nodded, accepting, and looked back out at the water and the darkened neighborhood beyond. Feeling oddly better, John crossed the distance between them and sat down next to her. Legs crossed and hands flopped in his lap. 
He looked out at the night sky, the sky he'd grown up with, smelt the air and the water, and the dried plants in the run-down yard outside, home. Aaron's voice startled him. It's a really vivid sensorial. It is. Love it. Is it strange being here? She asked. On Earth? In your past. Oh. John chewed his thumb for a moment. It's definitely weird. I'm getting a definite Marty McFly vibe off of this whole thing. <laughs> she looked at him in question. He's a little green guy, trains warriors. Oh, no, wait, yeah. hold on, that's a different guy. <laughs> From a movie. This kid gets sent back into the past in a time machine built into this really cool car, and he has to keep from changing his own future. A lot like this. But he never had to deal with himself as a sullen teenager. He snorted. <laughs> he was the sullen teenager. <laughs> oh, you can't be that bad. Oh, you haven't met me yet. He, well, <clears throat> he's not a very happy kid. His hands unexpectedly ached for some stones to skip in the canal. Hmm. Not allowed in the residential area, of course, but that wouldn't have stopped his younger self. Aaron surprised him completely then. She reached out and put her hand on his and squeezed. When he looked in her eyes, she said, You must have outgrown it. What the hell did she mean by that? Before she could answer, she let go of his hand and brushed the hair out of her face. She smiled again, a big, wide smile, and changed the subject. What is it you said is happening to Rigel? A sugar high? What does that mean? Grateful for the new topic, he said. It means he's got way too much energy right now, and when he runs out of candy, he's going to come crashing down. Look out, Sparky. <laughs> How illegal is this, Trent Crichton? You've got to get me more! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, is that why you confiscated his candy? John shrugged. It's not good for him. Aaron smiled again, one of those enigmatic smiles. He couldn't help himself. He asked, you like it? Sugar? Earth. She scrunched up her face, as if finding the right answer was the most important thing in the world. It's a nice planet, she finally said. But we're not fitting in here, are we? I mean, she has been to Earth before. At least she's experienced Earth. She's... Yes... Remember, there were like the rain in uh, the in uh, the. Uh, yes, that's right. That was actually yeah. It took yeah, me a moment that was for that. actual errant, As, actual errant like experiencing the same alien mind thrilling. Yeah, making, exactly. Making exactly. them think that they were on Earth, as opposed to won't get fooled again. Well, that definitely wasn't Aaron. No, that was a that was a little solo mission. <laughs> she meant he thought the rest of them, the aliens. He wondered how he'd feel about being here himself if he wasn't so busy worrying about screwing the universe with an unrealized reality. Well, it's not usually customary to assault police officers, he drawled. Actually, yeah, I was going to say, I've read the news. Well, there's that, but I was going to say more like everybody else is used to being on alien planets. Mm. It's just another yeah. alien planet. Exactly. As far as they're concerned. They're all weird. I mean... Except now there's not just the one bar where everybody goes to. Uh, <laughs> there's actually massive neighborhoods. Yeah. <laughs> you just climb into whatever car you find and right. tell them to drive. Just yeah. go. Like, do you even have comms? <laughs> Did you bother? Oh, God. Aaron looked more than a little embarrassed. I tried to... T I tried to talk to them, but things just got out of hand. He looked back out at the water, squinted a little, trying to see if there were any lights on anywhere up and down the block. He looked back at her, bit his lip, and then said, Your English is really getting really good. It's got a lot better than it was before we got here. She ducked her chin and said, Thank you. He ran through a list of responses in his head. Most of them led back to somewhere he didn't want to go. Aww. And then he thought of the perfect thing. He smiled at her and said, I guess maybe you were right. The corners of her mouth turned down just a little in puzzlement. Television, he told her. 
it must be educational. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good move, Crichton. The moonlight glinted off of her eyes, and she was suddenly afraid she was going to cry. The fragile ease between them since they'd arrived here couldn't survive that, and he needed her if he was going to get through tomorrow. But if there were tears, she smiled through them and actually gave him a small punch on the shoulder to show what she thought of his joke. Pantak jab! <laughs> when, he, when he recovered from his stupor several hours later, <laughs> he snagged her hand between both of his and held it to his chest briefly. When he let go, she drew it back to her lap casually, as if it was the most natural thing in the universe for him to have held her hand. He opened his mouth to say something, and instead he yawned. You should sleep, Aaron told him gently. We have to get it right tomorrow. I know, he agreed. Standing up, he asked, You planning on bunking here? I wouldn't, survive, I wouldn't advise sleeping on that, he said, pointing to the dirty mattress in the corner. Yikes. She glanced in the direction he pointed. No, I thought I'd sleep on the floor. She tested the strained carpeting with her fingers for give. This'll be fine. John nodded. Okay, I'll be down the hall. Okay, she said. I'll get some sleep in a little while. I want to watch the water some more. Oh, oh, that's nice. Okay, he repeated slightly awkwardly and turned to leave. Her voice stopped him. John, when he looked back, she asked, The boy in the movie, Mc, McFly? What about him? Did he do it? Keep from changing his future? John snorted. It was a movie, Aaron. He made it better. They looked at each other for a long moment, and when Aaron smiled and shook her head, sleep well, she said. You too, he told her, and continued on his way down the hall to the next bedroom. He hoped to God he wasn't going to screw things up even worse tomorrow. His world, his responsibility. But somehow the burden was just a little lighter because she was there. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> the immediate next message is from Ashara mm-hmm. asking, what would Aaron think of Dynasty? <laughs> Yo. Oh, God. That would give her a very different idea of sort of human culture. Yes. I mean, I never really got the point of those shows, you know, everybody... Your mum watched it too, right? No. Oh! I mean, I just picked it up occasionally when it started on television and you heard the song and then you turned it off. Joan Collins, was it? I have no clue. I think she was in an episode of Star Neither Dallas nor Dynasty was watched in our house. Oh, I can't tell them apart in the sort of vagaries of my memory. What an incredible accomplishment, though. Like, producing a half hour of television every day. Yep, and... It only works because always everybody always keeps making the worst decision. Yep, and nothing ever gets resolved. Every, and basically, we're, we're cycling through a few a few plots, which pretty much repeat in infinite. They loops. don't have, don't they have like climaxes? Kinda, but not always. And then, like you know, then like oh, this yeah, per, this person that... gets like involved with a relationship and like cheats on the other person, and then mm-hmm. after a while, it, it pretty much reverses, and they start cheating back with their old partner and. I have no idea. I'm just I'm just making this up as I'm. Uh, no, this sounds exactly like Farscape, honestly. Except it has like seasons and cliffhangers, <laughs> <laughs> and is about you know outer space. But speaking of seasons and cliffhangers, oh, join us next week for Terra Firma, Ooh. season four, episode thirteen, off the top of my head. Fortunately, this is one of the official uh, uh, episodes where I don't have to do the whole sort of spiel at the end that everybody enjoys hearing me struggle through. So I'll just say I'm Kaki. I'm Kay. Bye bye. Bye bye. 
Nailed it. Yep.